Well, good morning and welcome everybody to the Great Michigan Weekend for Saturday, August 19th, 2023. Beautiful, chilly Motor City morning. Perfect mm -hmm. weather for cruising. The Dream Cruisers are loving, loving this because, uh, well, you know the deal. You've had an old car at some point in your life. Uh, when you're only going two, three miles an hour and it's bumper to bumper, old cars <laughs> don't like that. No. <laughs> we were out yesterday afternoon, uh, well, it was about 6, 6.30, and it was still pretty warm. And I saw the temperature gauge go up on our, our old Ford, like 30 degrees in uh, oh. in like 10 minutes. So, you know, one eye on the road, one eye on the temperature gauge, waiting for it to overheat, driving with a jug right. of water in the back seat, you know, yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Do they have mechanics standing out there on standby at all? You know, all? that's a great idea, and maybe we should uh, start a new business, put yeah. some mobile mechanics out there, because, you know, <laughs> and you could put them in an old uh, tow truck, you know, yeah. uh, get them out there, and then somebody has a problem, and they're over on the side, you can pull right over, and you'd probably make a fortune. That's yeah, a great idea. I I didn't. Well, thanks. I'm going to look into that. <laughs> yeah, we may have to come up with a little business here. And, uh, of course, there are many of you out there who don't want to be anywhere near the Dream Cruise today. That would include people like Cam. who uh, Yes, I will uh, steer clear. <laughs> it's always funny. But, yeah, people like Cam, and I, I would say half the folks, you know, uh, just want to steer clear. But they'll actually make plans. And my wife does that from time to time, too, where she'll say, well, I don't know. If you're going to go to the drugstore, you should probably go now, you know, or or, <laughs> or take 12 mile and then uh, swing around, you know, trying to find an alternate route. Right. But, uh, yeah. It's a, it, it's an acquired taste. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, are you a car guy? Are you into the, into the Dream Cruise or is it... Uh, just a traffic hassle for you. I, I think it's cool. You know, I, um, I've been part of it for many years, uh, working and, um, it's cool for the people that really like it. I, I, I find cars to be uh, interesting and cool. Uh, but if I don't have to be there, I'll still, I will steer clear. Okay. That makes sense. Well, it is the Woodward Dream Cruise this weekend, and you've got the Woodward Dream Show at the M1 Concourse at Pontiac. There's a cool uh, run walk going on over in the uh, parking lot of Shrine High School in Royal Oak. It's getting started. The Cruise in Shoes, which is a 5K. And if you want to get as far away as possible, up in Mackinac, they've got the Fudge Festival. Oh, yeah. Going on this <laughs> we weekend. Isn't it Fudge Festival every day in Mackinac? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure seems like it. Uh, well, a beautiful day today. Sunshine, high around 80, just perfect. Nothing but sun all day. We're at 55 right now. And let's get an update on what's going on in sports. We got a big Lions game, and Dave's got a rundown on everything going on here on the Great Michigan Weekend. Well, as always, we'll start with uh, Jim's Tigers. Uh, they were in Cleveland yesterday, and they split a doubleheader with the Guardians. Game one saw the Tigers win 4-2 to behind a very nice pitching performance from Tarek Skubal. But Game 2 was a different story. As the Tigers, they had a one nothing lead heading into the 8th inning before Cleveland scored four runs in the bottom of the 8th to win Game 2, 4-1. to one. The Tigers are now 55-67, and 67, eight and a half games behind first place Minnesota in the AL Central. It's starting to get a little late in the season, Jim. I don't know if they're going to make it because 
The AL Central will not see a wild card team. The, yeah. only team. the only team that's getting in is the team that's winning the division. So, I don't know. Middle of August. Doesn't um, look good. I don't know. Tigers and the Guardians, they'll battle again tonight at 7-10. As Jim mentioned, heading over to the NFL. Game two of the preseason this afternoon. The Jacksonville Jags, they come to Ford Field at 1 p.m. Lions are 1-0 so far in the preseason. And... Uh, <laughs> We're undefeated. They, they are uh, the, the hype train is, is still going strong, but they're battling the injury bug at wide receiver. Both Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams left practice early this week with leg injuries. Jamison Williams will probably actually miss the rest of the preseason, and he is also suspended for the first six games of the regular season because of sports gambling. The Lions also waived injured wide receiver Denzel Mims yesterday, just one month after getting him in a trade with the Jets. So one more preseason game after this, and then we head straight to that Thursday night opener for the NFL season in Arrowhead against the world champion Kansas City Chiefs, where they will raise their Super Bowl banner, and then the Lions game, the Lions, and then we'll we'll do battle. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they look and if the starters get any more playing time before that first game. Did you- you guys see the uh, picture that's floating around Facebook of some guy who's got a lion's tattoo on his forearm, or not a, on his shoulder, like uh, near the top of his shoulder and his arm, and it's the lion's logo, and uh, underneath it it says Super Bowl 2023. Uh, I don't know why people do that. <laughs> yes. I have no idea why people do that. It looks like a real tattoo. I, I bet it's probably Photoshopped. I it mean, might be, right, but, but the, right. there are people who, who do, you know, their team makes the Super Bowl. There's there's that week in between where it's a uh, open week, and they go get a tattoo, uh, Super Bowl champions, and then the team loses. And then you have that for the rest of your life for a <laughs> yes. team that went to the Super Bowl and lost. But right. speaking of Kansas City I, Chiefs, I, uh, did you hear about uh, the Kansas City Chiefs super fan, Jim? Uh, he no. calls himself. He goes by, I think, Chiefsaholic on social media. So anyway, he's a Chiefs super fan. He just got indicted. He robbed six banks to get the money to afford to go to the Chiefs games. Holy! And, and he got caught. He got. I guess he stole like, I don't know. I don't know what it was like. $80,000 or something like that. Like he would take the, he would go to the bank, he would steal the money, he would then, um, put the money like into casinos and like wash the money and like was able to like, it was all crazy. It was crazy. He just got caught. So he was Sounds robbing like all, he was all these, probably all these banks, the, the self proclaimed chief super fan to be able to afford to go to the games. Unreal. Well, some people go to any lengths. Hilarious. I mean, I mean, we're talking about a sold-out Lions season. I know. Yeah. And, That's it. Take it. Take it uh, any idea, Dave, on, on what that might run somebody? Because it's not cheap. That man. is a great question. I'd have to look. It depends, obviously, where you're going to be sitting. Obviously, right. you know. And uh, but it's not cheap to go to games, as you know. Uh, to go to any sporting event, especially if you have a family, it's. Uh, I know that I went to uh, when I went to SummerSlam. Um, I went with Jason, and we went and ate at one of their um, restaurants inside Ford Field. And for, like, I had a burger and, like, tater tots and, like, a bottle of water. Jason had a hot dog, tater tots, and, like, a pop, and it's, like, 50, it's, like, 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's not it's, it's not cheap, for sure. Uh, I remember years ago, I bought um, season tickets for Tigers, and they were selling them in 
like a half season. So yeah. you didn't have to buy the whole season. Right. You just bought half right. the games. Yeah. And I thought uh, this would be a cool thing to do with my dad, you know, just go to games, especially those matinees. Uh, and it was a lot of money. And that was 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, yeah. We'll uh, find out. Real quick before uh, finishing up with sports, PGA Tour, the third round of the BMW Championship is starting today. Max Homa, who shot a course record 62 yesterday, he leads Chris Kirk by two shots. The top 30 players in the FedEx Cup standings after this tournament will head to the Tour Championship next week, and that finishes off the uh, the PGA Tour season. So um, nice job by a Max Homa, 62. Uh, that's a course record. Um, unbelievable golf uh, happening yesterday. All right. Thanks, Dave. Good job, as always. Coming up next, you're going to love this when we come back on the Great Michigan Weekend uh, the one and only legendary beach boy, Mike Love, will join us. Kind of the perfect guy to have on Dream Cruise Saturday, considering mm-hmm. all the great beach boys. We were driving around yesterday, and we actually heard uh, somebody was in a convertible, an old, uh, you know, classic convertible, and they were cranking Little Deuce Coop by the Beach Boys. <laughs> That's and, a good one. Yeah, it's like the... the soundtrack for the for the cruise itself so mike love from the beach boys next here on news talk 760 wjr all right dream cruise saturday and a trivia question for cammy that song (laughs) fun 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 Uh daddy took the t-bird away obviously a song about a teenage girl who takes the family t-bird out and does a little cruising but where did she tell her father she was going as kind of a you know teenage lie, little white lie. She told her dad she was going somewhere else, and of course went out with her friends. Hmm. Shoot, I don't know. I know, I know. Oh, the library. Library. That's right. She forgot all about the library, like she yeah. told her old man. Now, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that that little line from that song. Um, we were talking earlier in the week on Facebook about uh, teenage car stories. You know, uh-huh, times, yeah. times when you did something that uh, was kind of out there and you never, ever told your folks. And I asked people to post their stories and we, we've got some good ones we'll share with you a little bit later on. So, Cam, think about that uh, from your teenage days. I've got one. Do you? Oh, good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I love those. All right. Well, of course, the Beach Boys need no introduction. 60 years of the greatest American rock and roll ever recorded. And we have the honor this morning of talking to the perfect Hall of Famer to kick off this morning's Dream Cruise, Mike Love of the Beach Boys. You know, I was just thinking about it and and looking over your uh, schedule, and I'm looking at it and saying 150 shows a year sold out on behalf of all of us old baby boomers and all of us old hippies that come to see you. Where in the Uh world do do you get the energy, Mike? Well, you must have heard I learned meditation from Maharishi in December of 67. I've been doing it ever since. So it's kept me away from uh, from those lifestyle choices that are anything but beneficial. In other words, uh, you know, alcohol and uh, pers- and recreational drug stuff, I left all that behind uh, once I learned to meditate. And it gives you more energy and clarity. And, and so I'm very happy to report that we still enjoy doing these shows and creating good vibrations for, <clears throat> for the people even 60 years after we started. 
it's absolutely amazing. And it, the cool thing, I think, when you go to a Beach Boys show is everybody feels like they're 16 again. That's right. And some 16-year-olds uh, love it because they 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 kind of identify backwards to the 60s. My my 27-year-old daughter says, Dad, I was, wish I was born in the 60s. I said, hold on now. You'd be <laughs> in your 60s. <laughs> so, That's right. So well, be happy know, with what, where you are. Yep. And uh, you've mentioned in the past that when you guys were young and you were kicking around the beach in California and uh, cutting class and you used to listen a lot to the great R&B music of the late 50s, the early 60s, and that it was the harmonies that impressed you the most. And of course, harmonies are a huge part of the magic of Mike Love and the Beach Boys. How much of that appreciation extends to, you know, here in Michigan, the Motown sound that must have been something you admired right you know in the 60s um we would listen to the top 40 radio stations and nowadays uh you know uh the, maybe this the music stations that play classic hits or you know, uh you know that kind of thing the beatles and the beach boys got a lot of print but the 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 motown actually the beatles and beach boys combined are 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 less than what Motown had in terms of airplay. But then right. you have, you know, the Supremes, the Four Tops, the, the, the you know, the Jackson Five, the, you know, I mean, it goes on and on, for, you know, the Temptations for crying out loud. What a, what a great, what great music. Stevie Wonder, we played with Stevie Wonder back when he was little Stevie Wonder. Right. <laughs> I remember so, that. Yeah. I remember going to a show here in Detroit. Uh, it was a Motown review, and Stevie mm -hmm. Wonder had to be carried off stage because he wouldn't leave. Oh yeah. Well, you know he he has, he can't see so, but but he can sure as hell sing. <laughs> yep. Hey, you know I I always like uh, asking iconic rock stars this question: What does Mike Love listen to? when he's not working and I'm not talking about med your meditation music, but when, when you just want to relax and listen to tunes, what's on Mike loves personal playlist. Well, I like um, Bruno Mars, for instance. Okay. He, he can remind me of what, uh, you know, uh, James Brown would do, you know, right, and he was a right. little kid in his, in his father's oldies band when we first met him in Hawaii. He was, he was like Michael Jackson was when he first started out. He was a little kid in his father's oldies band. And so we met him many, many years ago. And so it's great that he's doing as well as he does. I mean, come on. He's, he's a fantastic singer, a great performer. And and so that's the kind of thing I like. It's kind of something a little bit old school that reminds me. Something with a melody, a great beat. Right. Uh, some harmonies are good, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean... If we had a, a tribute show uh, that aired on CBS back in Easter Sunday. And there are 20 different acts doing their versions of our songs. It was pretty awesome. I mean, it, so it was, you know, like John Legend and Ceylon Sailor and Michael McDonald did Don't Worry Baby and Leanne Rimes did Caroline No, I believe. And wow. Look Down sounded beautiful. So I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, all these diverse. Oh yeah, you got to 
check it out. The, the CBS, the Beach Boys tribute. Yeah. Okay. Well, you and the uh, Beach Boys, of course, tapped into something in the early 60s, which has never really gone away, especially here in Detroit. And that's our love for great music and great cars, muscle cars, hot rods, serper wagons, dune buggies, street racing, and, of course, T-Birds. Cruise, the Woodward Cruise, right? Good. I was going to, yeah, bring that up. You know, if if there were a king of the cruise and we were able to put somebody up on a throne uh, right in the middle of both sides of Woodward Avenue for this m- million-person gathering, it would have to be you. Oh, well, we would love to do that, but we're busy. Uh, we're, at, you know, <laughs> we've got our thing to do at the amphitheater, and so uh, we'll probably miss that cruise, but w- our hearts will be there, that's for sure, because we did all our car songs. You know, on one side of our 45s, the, the, the single records we made back then, would be a surfing song. The other side, flip, like, for instance, the flip side of Surfing Safari was 409. About right. a hot Chevy that my my uh, cousin Dennis had. And we actually tape recorded. We ran a tape recorder with extension cords out to the, the curb in Hawthorne, California. He'd burn rubber down the street. Much <laughs> to the chagrin of our neighbors. But that sound is literally on the song 409. And so Surfing USA had shut down on the backside. Right. So surfing USA was nineteen sixty-two was surfing safari. Sixty-three was surfing USA. Do you know that fun, fun, fun is in the new Barbie's move, Barbie movie? Is it really? That's great. Fun, fun, fun. That's right. How current are the Beach Boys? I ask you. <laughs> you know, it's it's remarkable when when you uh, actually drive in the cruise on Saturday. If you were uh, down here and you had your windows down, which people will, because it's going to be a nice day. You will hear all of those Beach Boy songs over and over again being played on the radio, on people's, uh, you know, their own devices. It is the theme song. It is the soundtrack for this cruise. It's remarkable. But, you know, you'll hear I'll Get Around and, and people on the sidewalks are singing it at the top of their lungs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll be, we did a song called Still Cruising a little later on. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, you know, so we'll probably do that and dedicate it to all the great people at the Woodward Cruise, all the fantastic classic cars. Mike Love, part two, coming up in just a little bit here on the Great Michigan Weekend. Uh, he was really nice. It was fun talking to him. And man, when you start thinking about the perspective of 60 years wow. <laughs> of American rock and roll, <laughs> it's pretty cool. And, uh, boy, the shows, 150 shows a year, Interlochen tonight, if my information is correct, Interlochen is tonight, Meadowbrook tomorrow, and Grand Rapids on the 21st. So uh, it's kind of a shame he can't be down here for the cruise. Man, if, if, you know, if they did a concert, that's something they never thought about either. Well, maybe they've thought about it, but you've never seen it. But but can you imagine if there was a live concert uh, at the end of the cruise, like at 8 or 9 o'clock at night? Wouldn't that be cool? It'd be 60 million people down there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A big free concert. That would be fun. All right. Uh, come up. We're going to be talking with um, one of our buddies from Ford Motor Company about Ford being the sponsor of the Woodward Dream Cruise and all the excitement going on at Ford this week. Uh, they've got a new car coming out we're going we're gonna to ask about. And, of course, all the big uh, uh, Ford classics that are running up and down Woodward. When the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR.
Welcome back. Dream Crew Saturday on the Great Michigan Weekend. Jim Harper, Cam Carmen, Dave Rieger on sports and also our producer. And even if you're not into the cruise, there are so many things going on around the state this weekend uh, for you to check out. The Michigan Renaissance Festival in Holly. You ever go to that, Cam? Are you a, a I, Yes. I used to go all the time. Um, really? I don't know. what. Yeah, all the time. I loved Did you the, dress uh, up? Um, I did. <laughs> you did? What did you dress yeah. as? I have. I f- over the years, I just kind of collected these old, you know, um, medieval like dresses. Not, you oh, know, like cool. princess dresses and stuff. And I used to love it. Now I just don't know. You know, I don't want, know why I don't have the interest. But I loved it. <laughs> I would love to see a picture of you dressed as a medieval <laughs> princess with the pointy hat and the scarf on the end of it. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right. Yeah. Also, uh, in St. Clair Shores, the Assumption Greek Festival is going on. The Detroit Polo Classic is at the Riverside Marina in Detroit. And Canterbury Cosplay Convention in Canterbury. Beautiful day for it. And our buddy Brian Goldie is on the line uh, representing Ford Motor Company. Brian is... uh, here to help us kick off what we can expect. Ford is the sponsor for the Dream Cruise, and uh, you're down there at uh, at what Cruise and Mare. Yeah. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Cam. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're just thrilled about what's going on with Ford Motor Company. You guys have just been on a tear <laughs> the last several years. You think about all the heritage you've got behind the uh, the Blue Oval. And then wisely, Ford has done an excellent job of bringing back their classics in a new, you know, kind of way, but still pay homage to all the great lines of, like, you know, the Mustang, of course. Uh, But the Bronco, what a hit the Bronco is. You see them everywhere. And uh, you guys just have so much to capitalize on uh, and so much momentum. And, uh, it's just an, a remarkable thing. So how are you guys taking advantage of this and uh, what's your displays and the sponsorship all about for this year? Yeah, we're, we're very excited. Um, we're, we're back. It's our sixth straight year as the presenting sponsor. Um, we're out here uh, today. I'm at cruising Mir on Woodward and, and we have our, our um, we have our kind of that, that then and now display set up. Uh, we have, Henry Ford's first uh, race car sweepstakes on display here. Um, and a little bit of history behind that, for those that don't know, um, that was his first race car, and he won his first race uh, in 1901 with that car. Uh, and then mm-hmm. he took the money that he won with that and eventually founded Ford Motor Company in 1903. Um, so that's a really cool piece of our history here. We have a first-gen Bronco, uh, a 67 Mustang Fastback on, on the property, and then we have you know, our new product, like the Ford Raptor R, uh, the all-new 24 Ford Ranger. Um, we have our Bronco Heritage Edition. You mentioned the throwback uh, the throwback units. And then, uh, yeah, some really exciting Ford Performance vehicles here at, at Cruzamere. And then we're at uh, four other locations. Uh, of course, Mustang Alley on Nine Mile and Woodward. Uh, there's going to be hundreds of classic and new Mustangs uh, down that stretch of road. Uh things to do for the kids. So it's friendly family down there. Um, and then at Dugan's Irish pub, we have our Ford performance lineup 
at the vitamin shop just a little bit further up the street we'll have our electric portfolio which includes the the mustang mach-e the f-150 lightning and our new e-transit van as well as some hybrid vehicles and then you know everyone's excited about memorial park and that's where bronco and the bronco nation our official bronco community will be so that's how we're set up this year and uh we're looking forward to seeing everybody brian speaking of a throwback uh, I go way back to when I was 15 years old. My very first boyfriend drove a 1970 Bronco, <laughs> and I thought it was the ugliest thing in the world. <laughs> but, oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, everything, everyone thought it was the coolest thing. It was uh, it had the top off, you know. Um, yeah. And we lived in Arizona, so. But I was embarrassed to ride in it. But now, what I wouldn't do to get my hands on that again. Oh, it's an icon. You you would be the you'd be the talk of the town if you had that vehicle still today. <laughs> well, it is remarkable. It is. it is. Yeah. What do you think it is that's so alluring about not only the Bronco but the other throwback cars that are that are just taking the world by storm? What do you think it is? You know, I think I think the company has done just a phenomenal job with the approach and the design. I, you know, hats off to our product teams, right, and the engineers, the designers that that come up with these things. I mean, um, you know, obviously the Bronco being such a hit. I mean, I love the I love the era that they took it to, uh, the body styling, and then even with Mustang, you saw that kind of happen uh, some years ago, uh, where we kind of took it back to that that late 60s style um and it's evolved you know it's evolved from there uh, but yeah i just i mean it gives you all the feels um you know i was talking with a, a customer the other day and they're like you know i sat in this new dark horse and that you know by the way that's our featured product this year at uh, woodward um you know he sat in that and he said i have my you know my heritage you know my older mustang back home and i still feel like i'm sitting in that car so he <laughs> You know, we're providing those same feels that you had when you were younger, possibly. And, and you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, that's, I think that's what companies look to do when they're recreating these products. So they, they definitely don't want to downplay or take any uh, any special moments away from what, what folks used to have. Yeah, I think that's the thing that Ford should be most proud of is actually, you know, doing all these integral parts but they're functional and, and they, they pay, you know, homage to the older style, but it's, it's not just a piece of fiberglass that's slapped on top of a chassis. You oh, know? No. <laughs> We've seen companies try that and it's often failed. Um, and you know, it's, it's not much more than a kit car or, you know, you put rounded fenders on uh, something and it, expect it to look like a classic. It doesn't always work, but you guys, uh, I was amazed to learn several years ago the amount of research you guys do, especially with Mustang, with actual owners and clubs where you'll get those guys together and say, hey, we're thinking about uh, putting an air scoop on the hood. What do you guys think of that? And then they give you feedback or, or uh, do we need the sequential taillights? Is that important to you? And, of course, they'll, they'll pipe right in. That's a pretty remarkable way of doing business. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the R&D that goes into this, like you said, it's it's – you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but you know, that's what we count on our enthusiast community for. Um, you know, we, we consider them a, uh, an extension of our family and, and very vital to some of this. And um, yeah, if, if you're not listening, 
then <laughs> you can't just guess and say, I think they'll like this. So we, we take that, uh, we take that close to the chest. And, uh, you know, like you said, it's not just a piece of fiberglass or, or carbon fiber on these, these Mustangs. That, that dark horse is 500 horsepower and a naturally aspirated engine. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, you know, fourth gen coyote 5.0. I mean, the, the thing barks. Brian tell us about the uh the new uh engine the Ford Mustang the new is it MID 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 engine yeah yeah yep 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 no yeah yeah I mean that that's that well if you're speaking about the dark horse that's that you know that fourth gen coyote engine 5.0 oh okay uh yeah V8 and yeah it's it's just it's remarkable and then yeah we just launched I don't know if you guys seen or heard but out in Vegas and, and now, yeah. uh, my good, my good friend, Jim Owens is uh, out there in uh, Monterey, uh, with, with, um, the Mustang GTD and that thing is serious race weapon. <laughs> right. That's, that's what Cam was talking about. The mid engine GTG. We, we yeah, saw uh, a little, a little, uh, kind of blast on the internet. I don't know if you guys intended to, to let that out of the bag, but the idea of a Mustang with a mid engine after all the success you've had in the uh, in Europe racing over the last couple of years, this is going to blow people away. We're we're really excited. Um, I'm not equipped to to talk too much about that vehicle today, um, being at Woodward. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, we understand. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You have a good time down there. Uh, we're going to hop in my the car I'm cruising in today. My wife and our dog is a 1941 Ford Deluxe Coupe, which, <laughs> oh, uh, awesome. it, yeah, it's all in the machine, man. I mean, you, you, when it's, when you start it, it's hard, but it's running. It's that quiet. Uh, well, Jim, make sure you stop, well, make sure you stop by and see us. Do you, just are, are on such a roll and we couldn't be more proud because there is a special thing all the big three of course have uh, strong detroit roots but there's there's something about the ford motor company that makes people feel a sense of pride and a connection and, and uh we thank you for that so brian goldie oh, branded activations uh manager for ford motor company thanks for being on the great michigan weekend it's eight we're gonna take a break and come right back a uh, little trivia next giving away foreigner tickets hang on perfect weather for dream cruise saturday the cruisers are out there uh, getting an early start is always a, a something i like to do before the weather yeah. gets too, <laughs> too warm uh and the crowds get too big uh but isn't it funny how um like a hundred years later, people are still using airplanes carrying a banner <laughs> for <They> advertising. <laughs> yeah, there goes one right now. You know, it's something that, <laughs> like, right after the Wright brothers invented the plane, somebody came up with the idea of advertising a, on a banner and hanging it from the back of a plane, and it's it's still being used today. I find That's find so that re- remarkable. That All right, uh, let's do a little trivia here for you. We've got great tickets. How about? Foreigner in concert August 30th at Pine Knob. What a great show. Uh, this is their historic farewell tour with special guest Lover Boy. All right. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, prize valued at 69 bucks. 
Our official rules are WJR.com, as always, 313presents.com, and Ticketmaster if you want to buy tickets for Foreigner. Or give us a call, 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. With the answer to this simple Dream Cruise question, how many communities does the Dream Cruise go through? How many communities does the Dream Cruise go through? And I'll even give you a clue. It's more than five. It's less than ten. How many communities does the Dream Cruise go through? Call us at 1-800-859-0957. And good luck to you. I think we have time to get in some uh, red carpet report action here. Oh, yeah. Because if you, unless you've been living under a rock for the last four days, you have heard Britney Spears and her ultra hot husband, Sam Asgari, are getting divorced. Uh, this comes as no shock to us. Right? I Britney guess. and Sam have been a topic of our discussion many, many months now. But yeah. it's, apparently, it's yeah, the. Uh, it, is it. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I know, that, I know you're but... excited that this this guy's on the market now, uh, well, no. <laughs> future Mister Cam Carmen. But uh, boy, isn't it weird? We were all rooting for Britney, and people were holding up signs "Free Britney," and uh, yeah. we wanted her to get out of that conservatorship. It sounded ridiculous for an adult person to be, you know, assign somebody who tells you how to live. But now we see, man, she's kind of going off the rails. Yeah, and it's been you know a slow, steady you know, decline, but you know, it kind of looked like that, that marriage was a sham to begin with from the very start. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it just didn't, it, it, like, I never saw them looking at each other, like in their eyes, you know, gazing at each other, kissing. It just seemed like a marriage of convenience, but she, uh, her first, um, tweet, not tweet, but, uh, her first post on Instagram uh, said, I'm in so much pain. This is so painful. Uh, but I'm going to get a new horse. What does everyone think I should name my horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of worried. Oh. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've heard a lot. A lot of people say they think that since she's been released from her conservatorship, she's uh, off her meds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know that. That's you know probably right. not a nice it, thing. It, to it, say. Right, but it's it sure looks that way. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Uh, uh, let's see. Speaking of uh, teen stars, a surprise announcement from Ashley Olsen. She is a mom now. Mm-hmm. 37-year-old actress turned designer, gave birth to her son Otto in New York a few months ago. Otto. She and Otto that's a great name for a kid. <laughs> <The> dog's name. <laughs> she and her husband, uh, Louis Eisner, who she wed back in December, managed to keep the whole thing a secret. No one even knew she was pregnant. Um, and her twin sister, Mary Kate Olson, is uh, stopping by to babysit. So that's kind of big news for them. It's hard, hard to believe. believe. Yeah, because uh, little Michelle, yeah. hard to believe that she's now a mom. Here's one for you, because I know you like uh, the royal watching that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lynn found this story that said Princess Kate Middleton has actually been making late-night phone calls to her brother-in-law, Harry, as a kind gesture to try to patch things up between the brothers. Really? Yeah. Hmm. No, no word on whether Charles or uh, William or any of them are ready to sit down and, you know, talk some kind of peace talk. Yeah. But, uh, that's kind of... I, I know. Nice. It's like, 
it is nice. Yeah, I would kind of hope to see somebody other than, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see that happen. But just let the, you know, let bygones be bygones. Just be royals. Do what you want to do. But yeah, quit talking about it. Quit bashing each other and quit, you know. Right. Enough with the drama. Drama. I think that's the part that... Uh... Yeah, it really turns people off the most. We have more red carpet stuff coming up for you next hour. And Anne from Wayne and Ryan from Trenton both knew that the Dream Cruise goes through nine communities. It does? Yep, nine communities. Wow. It's the most remarkable thing ever. It's, it's uh, you know, something that it's not, doesn't really involve the government. Doesn't There's nobody telling you what to do or where to go. It's just kind of a cool thing that happens. It's the People's Cruise. And we've got more tickets for Foreigner next hour, so stay with us here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hour number two of the Great Michigan Weekend. Uh, We'll have another part of our interview with Mike Love from the Beach Boys. We have more tickets for you to win for Foreigner. And there are so many things going on besides the Dream Cruise, which is just kind of getting cranked up here. Uh, You've got the Armada Fair. It's the last weekend for the Cheeseburger in Caseville. Festival, <laughs> kind of a play on the Jimmy Buffett song. I uh, saw so somebody on Facebook yesterday posted around seven o'clock at night that uh, they've already run out of T-shirts, <laughs> cheeseburger and Caseville T-shirts. Wow! Uh, and they've got huge crowds there. And it's the last weekend of the St. John's Mint Festival. So that's what's going on around the state. We were talking earlier about trouble we got into as teenagers with cars, the kind of things that almost everybody's been involved in. And, and they're also the stories you never, ever told your parents until you were probably an adult, if at all. And Cam <laughs> said she had a good one. I, w- I want to hear this. Well, I think, uh, forgive me if you've heard this before, um, but it's actually something I tried to tell my parents and they didn't believe me. <laughs> I had a... <laughs> I know. Oh, had oh a, Cam, you're making this up. Oh, no. I had a 1969 VW Bug. And my friend and I were going out. We were driving down one of the main drags in Phoenix. And this little white dog comes running out in front of the car. And the trunk is in the front of the VWs. I don't know right. if that's still the case with the bugs. But I hit the dog. But it didn't, like, it just put a dent in the trunk because it was, you know, open space. It was thin, whatever. Right. The dog ran off. We stopped. Um it, obviously it wasn't, I didn't kill it. We looked everywhere for the dog, couldn't find it. And I was like, well, we better go home and tell my mom because they're going to think I was out carousing and did something worse. <laughs> so we turned around and went back to tell my parents. And they're like, there was no dog. What did you hit? <laughs> I was like, no, I promise you there was a little dog. Well, then where is it? I said, I didn't kill it. <laughs> it ran away. It was oh, honest no. to God's truth, and they never believed me, ever. <laughs> they, they prefer to think that it was some kind of hijinks uh, <laughs> yes. like at the uh, yes. drive-in restaurant, or you were you were goofing around with your buddies and, and hit something. Yeah, oh. that's exactly. I know. I and you're trying to, to tell the truth. truth. That's, a, that's <laughs> the cute part of that. All right. Uh, we have some more stories like that. Um, my wife, Lynn, told me a great one that I'm still laughing about. It just I can picture it happening, and it was very funny. And a lot of people got into trouble with cars, hopefully not too serious, of course. That's what we're talking about on Dream Cruise Saturday. And uh, we're also acknowledging our Hero of the Week from Hungry Howie's. This is where we ask you to write us and tell us a story about someone who's been a hero in your life. 
and we pick one every week and give them some uh, goodies from Hungry Howie, some pizzas. This one came in from Jacqueline McAtee, who writes about her sister Valerie. She said, we are two of five children. Valerie and I are the ones who stayed in this area, so we rely on each other a lot. When I broke my hip in my living room, Valerie organized my nieces and the neighbor to try to get me out of the house and take me to the hospital. Needless to say, we called an ambulance. She followed us to emergency, made sure I was taken care of, and after surgery, she brought me food at the hospital, made sure I got out of bed and walked every day and got to rehab, and in my 10 days of rehab, she was there eight days out of the 10, encouraging me to move. She picked me up when I was released. To this day, she'll drop whatever she's doing when I need her, and I do the same for her. My hero is my sister, Valerie. What a great letter oh love that and jacqueline uh, we appreciate that so both you and your sister valerie will be getting a couple of large hungry howie's pies with one topping and if you'd like to get in on this all you have to do is write us at hero at wjr that's hero at wjr just tell us your story big or small short or long and we'd love to hear it all right, let's get over to Dave Rieger, our producer and sports director on the Great Michigan Weekend, for an update on what's happening in sports. Well, Jim, we're going to start with your Tigers this morning. Uh, they were in Cleveland yesterday. They split a doubleheader with the Guardians. Game one saw the Tigers win 4-2 to two behind a very nice pitching performance from Tarek Skubal. But game two was a different story. Tigers had a one nothing lead heading into the eighth inning before Cleveland scored four runs in the bottom of the eighth, and they won the game 4-1. to one. Tigers are now 55 and 67, eight and a half games behind first place Minnesota in the AL Central. Tigers and the Guardians will battle it up, will battle again tonight at 7:10. Heading over to the NFL, game two of the preseason this afternoon is the Jacksonville Jags. They invade Ford Field at 1 p.m. The Lions they're one and zero so far this preseason, but they're battling the injury bug at wide receiver. Both Amon Ra Brown and Jamison Williams left practice earlier this week with leg injuries. Jamison Williams will probably actually miss the rest of the preseason and also is suspended for the first six games of the season because of sports gambling. And the Lions also waived wide receiver Denzel Mims yesterday, just one month after getting him in a trade with the Jets. So while that hype train is going strong for the Lions as we head into week one of the NFL season, where the Lions will open up in Kansas City to play the Super Bowl champion Chiefs on that Thursday night, Seems like uh, wide receivers getting a little thin, Jim. Are you worried? Uh, yeah, I don't like hearing that um, we've got injuries for wide receivers. That's terrible news. But, you know, you, you try to look at a bigger picture that when something like that happens, it's always an opportunity for somebody else to step up. How many times have we seen a rookie take over in an injury situation and become a superstar. So that's where my head is. Next man up. Spoken like a true NFL coach. Next man up. (laughs) Heading over to the PGA Tour, the third round of the BMW Championship happens today. Max Homa, who shot a course record 62 yesterday, he leads Chris Kirk by two shots. The top 30 players from this tournament will head to the, the Tour Championship next week to battle it out for the $15 million annuity that the winner gets and that will mark the end of the pga season but it all starts up again in january in hawaii so they don't get that much of a break before actually no it starts even earlier they are they actually probably fire it up in end of october in the beginning of november so it's kind of like nascar it just kind of goes almost almost the whole year 
Yep. But, it just keeps uh, going. But that's what's uh, happening in sports. All right. Also, congratulations to our captain, Red Wings captain Dylan Larkin, is a newlywed. Sorry, Cam. Another guy. Oh, man. Yep, he announced his engagement last summer. They posted those beautiful black and white photos everybody loved. He and his new bride, Kelly, with a simple message, married my best friend. Oh. So, uh, yeah, they got married at Shepherd's Hollow Golf Club out in Clarkston. Had a really nice time. So congratulations to the Larkins. All right, uh, speaking of marriage and everything, uh, Cam has an interesting topic this hour. How How to tell... When your partner is falling out of love with you. (laughs) Scary stuff. (laughs) Coming up a little later on. And coming up next, we're going to have Mike Love from the Beach Boys on with us. Dream Cruise Saturday, the perfect guest here on the Great Michigan Weekend on News Talk 760 WJR. Having fun on Dream Cruise Saturday here on the Great Michigan Weekend. And uh, speaking of the Beach Boys, of course, they're going to be at Meadowbrook tomorrow. Going to be an exciting concert. People are very excited. And we've got Mike Love from the Beach Boys on our line. I wanted to ask you about uh, the, the songs that you guys decide to do when you're when you're doing a show uh, how often does the set list change? Do you customize it for the for the city, or just to keep things fresh for you guys, or or does it does it go? Uh, this is what I'm feeling like tonight, so let's do these these songs. Well, that's a fair question. That's a decent question. I, and what I like to to do is start and get retro. I like to start back in the beginning. Uh, we start with a song called "Do It Again," and then oh, yeah, so we, yeah. Uh, and let's get together and do it again. You know, the, I literally got my cousin Brian out of bed, took him down to the beach, and I said, we got to come, we got to do a song about, you know, getting back to the beach. That was in 1968. But then we go into Surf and Safari, Catch a Wave, Hawaii. You know, we have a song called It's Okay. We do a, a Ramon song called Rockaway Beach, and then we do Surf in USA. And um, that pretty gets the audience pretty well moving. And then we go to Surfer Girl, and then the cars, Don't Worry Baby, and Little Deuce Coop, and 409, and we have a song called Shut Down about a drag race between an XK and a hot, you know, uh, super stock Dodge, you know. (laughs) And then I get around, which really gets the crowd moving. You know what song I would love love to hear you include uh, because I think this song was so cool when it came out and it's uh, it was way ahead of its time and uh, I was just listening to it about an hour ago. Student demonstration time. That was the old. Uh, I think the Robins, an R and B group, did uh, "Riot in Cell Block Number Nine. I took that melody and that that song and made it. It did different words. Student demonstration time. Because that that was about Kent State and Santa right. Barbara, they burned 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 a, a, a bank down, the Bank of America down, and they called in the riot police from from L.A. and stuff. You know, it was people were against the war, and big time. And and what in Kent State and Ohio, what they shot some couple people, you know, killed them. That was that was. A drag. I mean, my cousin Brian was a conscientious objector, just like Muhammad Ali was. 
Mm-hmm. And the federal government didn't wasn't kind. They, they, but we ended up doing a lot of really good community service and stuff to satisfy the requirements that he had to do. So, but yeah, I, student demonstration time that was that was that was great. That would be cool to hear you do that on stage, maybe with a megaphone, you know, like a because that's kind of what oh, it sounded yeah. like. Well, I appreciate that's a, that's a deep cut there. You know, the, the, not everybody would bring that up, and that's that's very cool. That's a stone R and B classic, original. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Riot and Sobock number nine. That was what I listened to when I was in high school. Remarkable. Well, looking ahead, what can the fans expect from you guys in terms of new music or future projects? Uh, do you envision the band's legacy? Uh, changing in any way or or are you gonna uh, stay in this this uh, state where you are now which just brings so much happiness and joy to so many people there is a researcher in in sheffield england look him up um i wish i had the um his uh email uh thing i could give you but i'll try and get rick feller our friend to send it to you they, this psychologist researched the effect of music of like dozens of songs. I don't even know how many exactly, but a lot with a couple thousand uh, people and found that good vibrations came in at number one for making people feel good. Wow. Yeah. And people like Bob Marley were on that list. Pink was on that list. Uh, you know, uh, what, who else was on that list? Uh, we were in, we were in number one, and we had number eight in the top ten of them. Uh, number ten was September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, right. so it was a very eclectic mix. But it was all about what songs made people the most happy. And <laughs> I I was thrilled to see Good Vibrations came in at number one. Because that was all about peace and love. I envisioned, when I wrote the lyrics to that, I envisioned a, a girl in the 60s who was into peace and love and flower power and all that good stuff that was going on right. there. N- not the drugs and negativity, just the positivity and love and all, and all that kind of stuff. And so, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it still it's, does it. It's flavor. It's, it's you know, it's funny. There's, there's, a, there's a video I just caught a couple of days ago that's making the rounds on Facebook, and it, it uh, appears to be a, re- a video recording, at the time it would have been film, of when you guys were laying down tracks on top of tracks for good vibrations. So there's a long piece where, where you're doing the lead, of course. Well, and I'm doing then, the chorus lead, but I'm picking up good vibrations. She right, right. Me. My cousin Carl sang the beautiful verse, you know. Right, but you can actually watch uh, Mike Love singing that part. That that uh, really cool. Awesome. That that uh, part where you kind of go low, something the rest of the guys yeah. didn't didn't do, and uh, and then there you can see where it wasn't all done in one take. That would be impossible. No, 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 no. Three hundred people to do that in yeah. one take. It's great though. You should check that out i bet it would bring back a lot of memories i am going to check it out and 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 i'll send you the uh the the link to uh this researcher guy it's very interesting he gets scientific about it how many beats what keys and all that kind of stuff so it that's pretty yeah but good vibrations 
um, was a masterpiece. My cousin did did the track, and Brian did the track in like three different studios, and finally came up with a composite. And I dictated the lyrics um, right. uh, to my ex-wife as we're driving to the studio. And I said, "Take this down." I I love the colorful clothes she wears and the way the sunlight wow. plays upon her hair. You know, and then I. Showed it to Brian. He gave it to Carl, and the rest is history. Just <laughs> unbelievable. Well, we're so excited you're coming back to Michigan. We uh, will be thinking about you when we're doing the cruise. We will be thanking you for the rest of our lives for all the good vibrations you've given the world for so many years. And it, it's no surprise to me that your deep spirituality and uh, your deep um, meditation and Eastern kind of origins in terms of thought come through in this positivity that's what you're all about and and we just can't thank you enough so thanks for your time today mike well, Love. Thank, thank you jim for getting the word out and, and uh we'll, we'll do this interview again sometime after you've read the research <laughs> okay sounds good i'd love yeah. to do that i i know that yeah. a lot of music has an effect on endorphins and that kind of and you know it, oh yeah it, oh yeah I, there's no question it is great therapy, man. That old Beach Boy music, that's uh, wonderful therapy. If you're feeling down or uh, feeling blue, it, uh, it'll it get you right back where you want to be, and we thank you for that. And we look forward to the shows, man. And we do, too. We, we, we're thankful that people will still want to come see us six, days, six decades after we started. That's an <laughs> awesome thing. <laughs> that is so. pretty wild. All right, Mike Love, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Uh, And it's supposed to be perfect weather for you, too. Well, it's it's a miracle that we're doing it, but it's a blessing. We took a family hobby and made it into a profession, and so we're very grateful and thankful. All right, thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, Mike Love from the Beach Boys here on the Great Michigan Weekend on News Talk 760 WJR. Uh, we've got some good stuff coming up for you. We have more tickets for Foreigner to give away before 10 o'clock. Coming up next, Cam's got a great uh, little piece of information. It's kind of scary when you think about it. It ways, is. <laughs> ways to tell that your partner is possibly falling out of love with you. We'll talk about that next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. All right, welcome back, everybody. The Great Today, and our friends up in Flint are having their own cruise. It's called Back to the Bricks, a classic car event and cruise weekend in Flint. You got the National Coho Salmon Festival in Honor, Michigan. Howell has their annual Melon Festival, the Danish Festival in Greenville, and the Emerging Artist Art Fair is going on down in Eastern Market. All right, Cam has something that um, I think is going to be very interesting to listen to. <laughs> You know, especially from a standpoint of, uh, boy, am I doing everything I can to keep my relationship strong? And it has to do with finding out that your partner is maybe falling out of love? Yeah. You know, uh, the the Hollywood scene is calling it the summer of divorce. Of course, we talked about Brittany and Sam. And, right. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Sofia Vergaro and Jan, John uh, Joe, John Jan Joe, Joe Mangianello, uh, Ariana Grande. Um, so how to tell if you think your, your partner is falling out of love with you. And I'm not just talking about cheating. Um, number one, the healthy arguments have stopped. 
Like no more just like fair fighting. Well, I understand what you're saying or yes, I hear you. It's just more like you're wrong, you're wrong. That could signal that just one of the partners just doesn't care anymore. Like, um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so healthy. So if you don't talk it out, you right. walk it out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, efforts to uh, to make mental or like a phys- physical connection have, have just stopped. Like one partner's always looking at the phone or texting, which happens a lot with couples. Doesn't necessarily mean someone's falling out of love. Okay. But um, yeah, if you're just not mentally there connected, that could be a warning sign. Uh, refusing yeah, to we, commit. We, oh, sorry. I was going to say, uh, you see that last one you just described. You see that a lot in restaurants where there's a couple. Uh-huh. And it's a nice restaurant, and there's a couple out, and they're either not talking, you know, they're like right. looking down at their plate, or they're on their phones individually. Right. And you keep looking at them, and, and you say, I don't think that couple has said a word to each other in a half hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and it does happen a lot. So it, it I guess it doesn't necessarily send up a red flag because a lot of people do it, but it could be, it could be something to uh, look okay. out for. Uh, refusing to commit to things uh, like a wedding that's six months down the road or, uh, you know, that you have, you have <laughs> I'm invitations. Not any to... I'm not making any plans that far in advance. Sorry. <laughs> or, or to make uh, financial decisions like, Oh, Hey honey, I've seen this uh, house six blocks over i'd really like to look at it mm, i don't know we can't afford it you know kind of not planning for the future yeah okay um okay so everything irritates them like everything the one partner does irritates the other and it's funny when i first was married nothing bothered me <laughs> and then you know after you go on so long it's like could you not sneeze so loudly please <laughs> <laughs> you get a little picky but, Yes, yes, but uh, apparently it's a, it's a pretty good sign that something's going on if every single thing irritates them. Yeah, that, um, when you get that annoyed, the, the yeah. other person, they don't have a chance. There's no. Just no, there's no way they can please you. If, no. if you're that ticked off at somebody or that angry, uh, you guys got to talk out what the problem is because it's just going to keep getting worse, right? Right. And if it's something like a sneeze that you can't really help, (laughs) come on. Um, And then the last thing is uh, they stop calling you your pet names. Like if they called you honey or sweetie or boo. (laughs) And so, so when Lynn stops calling you boo, Jim, you might be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't call me boo, but yeah, I I could see that because you know, it's funny. I I think about this often uh, and I don't know if it's just us uh, or just me or or what but I think when you're in a solid relationship, um, you you tend not to use a person's formal name, right? Because a nickname is far more intimate, right? It's far mm-hmm. more close. Yeah. If you, if you call somebody by a nickname, so uh, yeah, if you start being addressed by your full Christian name. I think that's a that's a red flag. Wow. Uh, Camilla, what are we having for dinner tonight? Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of scary. And then, you know, there's a lot of people online that have put up uh, pieces over the years about way to tell when somebody's cheating. That That's not what your thing was about. Right. I mean, but some of sometimes it does go hand in hand, you know, when someone's bringing their 
uh, phone into the bathroom with them. <laughs> so they, yeah, <laughs> instead of on the nightstand or the counter, you kind of, you know, lots of signs about that. But yeah, it's funny. All of the articles I've read over the last couple of months, uh, when people talk about signs that somebody's cheating, they almost always involve the phone. So, uh, you know, you and your partner are sitting at the table having dinner. They get a, uh, a text. They look at it and then they put their phone down upside down. Yes. On yes. the table. That's always bad. Or when they, <laughs> when they won't leave the, um, the phone anywhere where you could look through it. You know, right. Like if they're getting up to go into another room and, and they, go over and grab their phone and take it with right. them, you know, they right. leave, leave or, it. or lock it. Lock it. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, when it comes right down to it though, don't you think that you almost always have some inkling, something going on, oh, some yeah. sixth sense sense that something is wrong. Something's not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I always, I always have felt like that. Like even with uh, regular relationships, oh, I think he's mad at me, and I think it was because of this, or she doesn't want to talk to me because of this. So I'm very hyper aware, especially in a relationship, when I think something's going awry. Yeah, but the 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 funny part about it is, you know, it doesn't take any kind of technology. You know, we don't mm -hmm. need AI to solve this problem. Uh, you just got to have, you got to have communication going and, and there's nothing right. wrong with, with saying to somebody, Hey, you know what? I've been feeling a little uncomfortable about this, or I have a question for you. Do you feel that we don't do as much of this as we used to, or we're not as spontaneous anymore or, or whatever it is in the very beginning at the first, you know, inkling that something doesn't feel right to you. If you talked about it, you're, the right. chances of you working things out are much, much better. And if they aren't able to be worked out, at least you're being honest with each other and, and you're not going to be surprising anybody or finding, mm -hmm. finding love somewhere else, you know, just right. a nicer thing. Right. Yeah. That's time. You know, it's, it's a game actually, you know, it's back and forth and it's things change over the years. So, yep. you know, the but. game of love. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break and come back. We have more trivia for you. And we're also going to get to uh, um, some a little more red carpet and what we're watching on TV. Cam has been on a roll this summer with shows that she's found <laughs> that the rest of us get in on. So we'll talk about that next when the Great Man Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, <laughs> Great Michigan weekend and uh, all kinds of things going on. Of course, Dream Cruise just getting warmed up this morning. Perfect weather. Boy, you know, you couldn't ask for a better day. It won't be too hot, so the cruisers won't be worried about their cars overheating. Well, I, some of us will because if you're driving an old jalopy that kind of comes <laughs> with the territory, those cars weren't made to sit in traffic all day like modern cars. Uh, we have tickets for Foreigner. This is our second pair to give away today. What a great show this is going to be at Pine Knob on Wednesday, August 30th. Prize valued at 69 bucks, And all you have to do is be the first person with the right answer at 1-800-859-0WJR. 1-800-859-0957 is the actual number. 
You can always look up our rules at WJR.com and buy your tickets for Foreigner at 313presents.com and all Ticketmaster outlets. Simple question, how long in miles is the route of the Woodward Dream Cruise? If you were to drive it in one complete circle, how many miles would the Dream Cruise be? And I'll give you a little clue. It's more than 10. It's less than 20. <laughs> so call us at one 800 859 So Cam has been on a tear uh, suggesting shows <laughs> to watch. Uh, we've just loved everything you've recommended. And and uh, I, I noticed earlier this week we were talking, and now our producer Dave Rieger is on board with the show called The Bear. <laughs> the Bear, which happens to be set in Chicago. Uh, I am in love with the show. It's, uh, you know, the general concept is this younger guy, millennial, takes over his brother's restaurant because his brother passed away. And it just seems so simple, but it's like this character development of each of these people. You you come to love these people. You come to hate these people. And it's action-packed, and it's um, it's tender. And Jeremy Allen White is the guy who p- played Lip in Shameless. And okay. he is such a good actor. I think he won an Emmy for this last year, or he won something last year. Wow. Um, and I think he's a top contender. I just uh, I can't get enough of it. And there are so many um, cameos, like random cameos, like Jimmy Lee Curtis and Bob Odenkirk, you know, Saul, Molly oh, Ringwald. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I really like it. And it's um, eight episodes per season. So far, there are two seasons. And so they're quick episodes. Um, I'm also really liking The Lincoln Lawyer. Have you guys seen that? Yes, uh, season two is just starting up, right? Yes, I'm only on episode six, season one, so I'm a little oh, late okay. to the party on that one. But um, yeah, you guys that's a great that show. One? Yes, it really we watched is. That. And uh, <laughs> it's been a while since it came out, but uh, yeah, it's on our list. Netflix uh, season two of The Lincoln Lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a great show. We've it been is. watching another show that's that we really like a lot, and that's Justified. City Primeval, that's uh, justified with Timothy Oliphant, who was in uh, Deadwood. He guest starred on a million shows. Uh, you you would know him if you saw him. Uh, justified was out years ago, and they just brought it back, and it takes place in Detroit. Oh, it so, does? Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a U.S. Marshal, and he's up here in Detroit uh, trying to solve this crime. It's really, really well done. Uh, wow. we tried, we tried Dave's show severance on yeah. Apple TV, but we bailed. It was, uh, it was yeah. kind of slow for us and a very dark man, like, like nightmares right. when you're sleeping dark. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but that's a big hit. It's just us. And, I know. Uh, no, it's me too. I don't care for that at all. Wait, hang on. I think I'm about to be bombed by a foreign colony. <laughs> okay. There he goes. It's one you're of safe. ours. Okay. Mark safe. <laughs> Uh, another show that's back that everybody's excited about only murders in the building yeah Uh, you know um you've never watched that i haven't and i think i had told you before i don't love martin short um but i i know i need to give it a try because it keeps getting such good reviews well it's based on something that you love and that's murder podcast murder (laughs) just murder (laughs) just murder in general is your favorite topic (laughs) 
but it's it's uh, it's a story of three people who live in the same apartment building in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fancy, one of those old old uh, apartment buildings that they've kept really nice over the years. So it's huge and it's very elegant. And uh, at first, they don't even know each other, but there's a murder that takes place in their apartment building, and they decide to do a podcast to try to solve the murder. Okay. It's right up your alley. It, it is. You're right. Okay. I will give it a try. Okay. Because, um, yeah, it's getting really good reviews. There's some new stuff coming out that sounds exciting. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 is actually, <laughs> it's coming out September 8th. Uh, wow. the, the first one was a classic. That's a movie we watch. Oh, yeah. Know, no matter what. Uh, the second one was okay, but this is uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, and the whole family goes uh, to Greece for a big reunion. So everybody okay. who's, still, is, who's still alive is in it. So that should be good. John um, Corbett. John Corbett. Yep. Oh, love him. Married yeah. to Bo Derek in real life. Is that right? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I know. He's a I lucky man. Know. She's a lucky woman. I did not know that. In November, all the light we cannot see is going to be on Netflix. That's based on the uh, Pulitzer Prize winning novel by Anthony Doerr. It's a World War II drama. The book, uh, Lynn read the book and thought it was great. And The Crown is coming back for season six. And this will start with uh, the death of Princess Di and the early relationship between William and Kate. So they're going all Mm -hmm. the way on The Crown. I've been waiting for that. I thought maybe with the. you know, actor strike or something, they, they would put it off more, but I hope it's good. Season two was not that great. No, we agree. Yeah. 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 So hopefully we were not in love with that. Well, um, what were you going to say? I was going to say there's a new documentary coming out, I think in two days about Prince Andrew and his scandalous ways. I know, I guess. uh, Yeah. I just, yeah. Very. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and they've kind of shut him out of everything. Yeah, Uh, We were talking earlier about um, the Beach Boys coming to town. And uh, speaking of concerts, there's good news for Madonna fans. Her show that was canceled is back on for Detroit. That's going to be Monday, January 15th at Little Caesars. Uh, All tickets purchased for the original date will be honored for the new show. So she's, Mm. she's doing okay. You know, it was very weird when she got sick. It sounded like it was just a, you know, a regular, you know, artist gets ill and has to cancel. Then we heard it was, we heard she had to, they had to use Narcan to revive her. Yeah, I think twice. Yeah, which you have to give for somebody on an opium, uh, you know, opioid Mm -hmm. overdose. But now all the medical reports, and when you see a story about Madonna, it's that she has a bacterial infection. So I'm not sure what's what's going on, but she will be here January 15th. That is, yeah, that's a remarkable recovery in in a little amount of time. Yeah. And we know how much you love Christina Applegate. Yes. And uh, the show that she did. What was that one called again? Uh, Dead to Me. Dead to Me. All right. If If you're like Cam, if your tastes in shows and movies – uh, resembles Cam at all. You got to watch that one. We love that one too. Um, she is making an impact. I thought you'd like this story. Following her diagnosis, she was diagnosed with MS, and she has a new cane collaboration. You know, the walking stick. Oh, there's yeah. a company. 
there's a company called Neo Walk, and their design will send a powerful message. It has a removable tag and a collar that you can have engraved with a personal message, and it's for a great cause. 5% of the gross sales will go to two charities, the Multiple Sclerosis Association and the American and MS Society. So Aww. that's a nice, nice thing. She is also up for an Emmy, and I think they're now airing in January. I would really hope she'd win because she, you know, she has said it's doubtful she'll have ever be able to act again physically. Oh, yeah, that's just so, awful. Yeah. Well, you hope you hope that she'll get that award, and it will be kind of be Hollywood's way of saying, you know, thanks for a lifetime of great work, right? Because um, uh, pretty remarkable, and by all accounts, seems to be a fun, nice person, don't you think? Uh, you know, she's got this edge <laughs> that I find hysterical. Right. Yeah, she seems like she could be your best friend or your worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap things up for us. What do you have going on today? I am not doing much this afternoon. I'm going to some friends' house, friends' houses to play cards tonight. Ooh, I didn't know you were a card player. What What's am, your game? And I'm embarrassed to say, but it's Cards Against Humanity. Have you ever played that? No. Oh, it is raunchy. Okay, we'll have to check that one out. All More right. next week on that. Okay. <laughs> hey, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the cruise. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you guys next week on the Great Michigan Weekend.